You're listening to Can I Help You with the love master himself, Craig Shoemaker. Well, I was told not to introduce the podcast anymore. I have to get out of the radio habits of Welcome to the Craig Shoemaker Show because if they download it, they know <laughs> that that's what they downloaded. So you don't have to say, hey, welcome to the show and uh, it's... Um, 108 p.m. In, on a Tuesday <laughs> evening. That um, doesn't. It's just a different world. I have to adjust to it. I'm adjusting today to no headphones. I have headphones, but our guests also wanted headphones, so I'm sacrificing mine because there's only one set. We can't do two, and both of us will now go no headphones. That's the kind of guy I am. Yes, but if you remember... It's Corey Oliver here. Just, just. In, I, I was going to get listening. to that. You weren't supposed to speak yet. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No. <laughs> so, Line. We um, we have a special guest here who's already spoken, and you know why she spoke? Because she loves the sound of her own voice. <laughs> so, that's awesome. <laughs> see, I, that's called a callback. That I is can a use. The, I was before we got on the air. We were both debating over these headphones, and I, I, I guess you're right. You were calling us both out on our conceit. You were saying that that I want headphones because I want to hear myself because I love the sound of my voice. I actually don't like the sound of my voice, but it sounds better with headphones because then you can concentrate on the resonance. I think that's what I meant, but thanks for throwing me under the bus. That's <laughs> also a, a good start. It, oh, it's going to happen the entire time. I know. I you, love you. You will have tread marks. <laughs> Corey Oliver is our guest. And now one of our things with the Craig Shoemaker podcast. It's called Can I Help You? Oh. Now you know that about me. Yeah, uh, I do. I we do. know each other personally. Yes. Everyone who's been on so far has been someone I know personally. And you came over within 20 minutes. That was awesome. 11, but okay. Was it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was factoring in drive time. I got and, you. And you walked in. I had my belly out. Yes. Yeah, this I was is on, true, on the couch of my office. I thought it was Cody walking in. Yes. And I was, who doesn't care about my belly being out? But you, I was definitely self-conscious. I immediately jumped up and tucked the belly away. <laughs> Do you have concerns like that about you, like like something on your body that you go, oh, geez, it, 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 probably no one else sees, but you're going to reveal it now? You know, I have, I, I'm conscious grateful of something. where I am right now. I'm okay. grateful where I am right now. But all growing up, I was teased. And I got- about. Fish eyes, bongo lips, itty bitty blank committee. <laughs> and, I, and I'm laughing. You know, that's, that's truly, what a great guy I am. <laughs> as a kid, those are a big deal. You wouldn't, I wouldn't look at anybody in the face because I would just be just so self-conscious about, you know. Because my, you thought they were looking back at you and say, here's a grouper. This right. is fish eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, Craig, I, <laughs> you, you crack me up. Well, I don't know that see, I was necessarily thinking about that particular fish but now i am and i understand what a grouper is and you are hilarious <laughs> i love you i'm um, yes, specific with indeed, the fish comment. i was but now i'm i'm grateful for what god has given me and i'm i'm comfortable in my skin all of it so 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 in other words i am pretty much pretty much i cannot go full on with everything that was given to me and and obviously we can do things with what's given to us to make yeah. them better yes like uh i could do sit-ups yes you if, could. Because I, I have the strength, the God-given strength to do that, but I don't choose to do that. 
I choose to just go with the let belly and hide it and suck it in on for photos. Or lay on the couch and just let it go. Like no, you, I can't do that, especially well, you when did. you walk I in. I walked in. Because you bring back memories of why I am even a comedian. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, it's just that you're a beautiful woman. Thank so you. and that's what women do to me. They I cannot that's something that probably might be for the rest of my life that I'm more conscious, self conscious yeah. about a female's judgment of me really than I am a guy a guy if a guy says something to me if he called me a name or anything I would come right back at him and I wouldn't care a female doing it it's much deeper well let me validate you right now you look handsome and your facial hair is amazing love the look yes yes I have God-given hair on my face now you do (laughs) okay that I just chose not to to use the razor yeah so let's get back to the other thing so Corey Oliver we're here with she's a fabulous actress great person and and very and active in the community and and very one of the most spiritual people I've ever met in my life and we'll talk about that today too it's called Craig Shoemaker can I help you we might even get to some things I might be able to help with okay might be able to help you get over the whole fish eyes thing (laughs) it sounds like you already are I'm also the king of the callback. I will call that back uh, probably a year from now. <laughs> I gotcha. So you'll be so upset that you ever reveal that to me. I already am. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so just is there? But is there a part of you that you're not an acceptance on that you wish could change, or is? But are you really fully at ease with yourself, with your physical appearance? I mean, that it sounds so. You know, maybe not conceited but I'm I'm comfortable I I would be ungrateful to God I I can walk I can you know I can breathe I can have taste buds I have you know hair I have uh, good skin I guess and I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. the things that I have are they do I think they're perfect and that I wish that I didn't have a bigger you know chest size or my butt wasn't a little higher like it used to be yeah those (laughs) things are you know (laughs) those are reality but I'm also very grateful for the another, things I do have. You could use a G word. We've got God, grateful, and gravity. Gravity, and gravity takes exactly. over. Okay, thank you, gravity. We it can does. thank gravity for things starting to go. I never heard of that before. How'd you for, how'd you word that? Your butt was a more, little higher than it used to. It be. was higher. Yes. Okay. Yes, and you know those are just things that are you know obvious and evident and but i'm trying to get down to the you know to the quarry that we don't see the one that's you know in the i don't want to say in the dark but in front of a mirror Mm -hmm. so you literally are looking at the butt and going i think that's down a few inches no i actually try not to look at it so (laughs) that's the whole goal so then you do have here's a a fun fact so now we're down to what i'm saying so you do have the same or a similar feeling i had when you walked in and my just a touch of my belly was hanging out while I was on the phone on a couch. Well, I don't th- think so I, about it like that. And I certainly like, I, it, okay, this is a little fun fact for those that don't know me. And they're, everyone's going to be like, oh my goodness. But I have a little teeny, tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny tattoo. You do? I know. And it's very, very tiny. I'm not that shocked. And it's on the back. And I got it from my grandpa. It's a little purple heart. From your grandpa? For my grandpa. Oh, I thought you said from, like he no. goes, hey, no. sit still. <laughs> no. It's not going to hurt much. No, that's strange. But I used to be that able would be to strange. Just... It's still strange that your grandfather is the inspiration for Well, it. but he was, you know, in the Navy, and he was just was one of my heroes, and so I got a purple heart. Anyway, that's another story. But you have a purple heart on your butt. A tiny little purple heart. And I used to be able to kind of pull my jean down, and you could see it. And now I'm, like, trying to look for it. So there's... <laughs> That's where gravity so, has come into place. So that's like a yeah. watermark. It's a, 
that's, yes. that's like a, th- high so, five for okay. those of you who can't see i'm high-fiving Craig. So, okay so you have a uh, it's just a like mark. you know your kids how you put it on the wall you have the marks on the wall yes at this age you were this height you do that with your okay. ass my tattoo oh and your tattoo yes <laughs> so it's my tattoo so Thank instead of though. growing I like here you are in fifth grade i love it here you are <laughs> so stay tuned going. to the end folks because he will redeem himself i promise oh i thought you said he will ask me to show <laughs> no, it no. that will definitely i can't happen. find it <laughs> but but that That's subjects me to saying i will oh i got gotcha. you I, I, I will gotcha. find it i love discovery i, I, I love investigation <laughs> i love research that's what i love about you craig the research and development we'll call it r&d me oh. finding this tattoo on your butt it's somewhere there and you're willing to take one for the team I, I will take one for my it. team. I understand. Which, uh, the, the, I understand. The, the, there is an well, I in my team. I know. <laughs> okay. I got you. So, so you have. So you do have. That's what I was trying to get to. Is we all have those things mm-hmm. that are in the back of our minds. Sometimes they're more towards the front. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they're more towards the back. Literally. Yeah, literally, and yeah. your back is going down. I don't think about it every day. Like I said, I'm yeah. grateful. And when I was younger, I would, you know, break my heart when someone would tease me because I don't think those thoughts about people. Right. And, um, and you know, now that I've gotten older and I'm comfortable and I've been through all the fire and a lot of, you know, heartache and pain and you just, you, you grow and that's where you find out who you are and, and yeah. you can, you know, sink or swim and well, we choose to swim. We become wiser and yes. in that wisdom is strength how in the world did we empower so many people to dictate yeah. how we feel about yeah. ourselves yeah. and why in the world did we concentrate so much on this image yeah. which is an illusion anyway absolutely we don't know what we're putting out there even if when you look in the mirror you don't know what someone is seeing uh-huh. like you're looking at me right now and i'm seeing you right now yeah. but i'm not seeing some reflection in a mirror or on camera right. I'm looking at you. Yes. And that you has developed through the years, yes. which, which, you know, sheds yourself of these skins that we've developed. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you had to do this when you were younger. Where did you grow up? San Ramon. Very small town. It was like population 300. It was very small. I love San Ramon. My only hole in one in in (laughs) life is in San Ramon. That's awesome. Was it at Blackhawk? Yes. Was it? Yes. Yeah. John Madden used to, was my neighbor. Right. Blackhawk. My only hole in one, 213 yards. It was so far. I didn't even see it go in the hole, but it's not a bad I, they were, I, we were looking for the ball going, where, where is it? And it was. I didn't uh, even have that celebration. It went in the hole. That's I didn't have beautiful. It, it's in the hole. I didn't have any of that. I got, where's my ball? And some other guy oh. found, he goes, it's in the hole, shoe. Oh, and no I, and there it was, my only hole one. It's San Ramon, your hometown. Let's There's celebrate that right now. There. <gasps> There's more than 300 people on a basketball court at 1 a.m. There That's was how they played not. There. There were, it was very small. When you small were growing town. up, it was smaller? Yeah, we're talking some of the years ago. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Older than I thought. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have more revealed. Okay. That's okay. Corey <laughs> is an actress, also the star of, I don't have any bio in front of me. This is what I'm liking about this podcast. I'm hoping that it, it's just you plant some seeds during our conversation and see how they grow organically and yeah. authentically, as opposed to I have this whole list of things I want to get to. There's no yeah. notes. Yeah. And uh, I, I literally, for those who are listening, I Craig called me, what was it? 
25 minutes ago yeah. now and I'm down here. So that's yeah. that speaks to Craig because he's truly an amazing person and loves to give back. And that's what I knew I was going to come do. Help him do is give back. Yeah. So. And, and, and that's, that is what the podcast is supposed to be about. It's about humor, yes. which I believe is a giving back that people don't necessarily understand yes. or give credit to. It's just the laughter, just the relief. Yeah. It yeah, heals. I mean, don't it's we healing. Need, don't we need more of it? Well, they, what's the saying? Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, but no and one believes it. I do. It's, it it's literally just, physically lifts your serotonin levels. You become elated yeah. in a sense. You don't have and to tell me. I well, know. Well, I laughter know heals is what we speak about. I know. So but I you're know. talking to people that go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yes you on it. They agree with it. Just like pursuing happiness in this country. We're supposed to be pursuing happiness. Yeah. I want you to tell me. I'm not going to get political. When you look at political figures, leaders, including president, vice mm-hmm. president, including both both sides of the aisle, any mm-hmm. leaders, when you're looking at them, do you see happiness and fulfillment in their soul uh, from exuding from their soul? I mean, I guess honestly it depends on who it is and I'm not going to get political either, but I will say this. I will say it depends on who it is to your question in general when I go on on social media. Mm-hmm. I see um I'm I'm sad yeah, that the, it has yeah. become a a ring a mudslinging event. It seems as though we're dividing one another instead of coming Correct. together, and that's where I get very concerned for, for the future. Really. Well, my concern is similar. However, I think you might share this with me. I do believe that that you need to hit a bottom before you can rise. <laughs> yes. And I believe that's what's happening. Yes. I think that there's something else obviously Going in charge yes. of this thing. Yes. And it's f- scaring us. And whenever that happens, you have two choices. Yes. You could go deeper into the fear and anxiety and pain yes. and, and so forth and anger and rage. Or you can say, okay, I need to be lifted from this, and yes. which is, brings me back to the question. So the leaders are supposed to be leading, but they're not spiritual leaders. These are financial leaders mm-hmm. of an illusion that they want us to buy that here's your happiness. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, and I'm asking you, is look into their eyes right now. Just visualize some of the politicians, including the president. Do you see something that you would want to achieve in your life? Honestly. Uh- Honestly, I I don't I try no not, not try to in this moment judge and, and because no, I don't know what so the media is very good at judging. putting on something no, else. No media, no nothing. This mm-hmm. is me talking to you. Now I watched you answer that question very carefully. Answer the question, no. and you went to a different place. You know, okay, it was like almost guarded. I'm saying take the guard down and give me the absolute response to just visualize any of them. I can't speak to somebody I don't know, and I don't know them personally. What I see is an image, and I have been wrongly accused and wrongly um, talked about, and nobody and people don't know me. So yes. it's, it's for me, it's it's difficult to speak to somebody when I don't personally. I haven't had a sit down one on one. I haven't gotten to know that person. But I'm not asking you that. What are I'm you asking, asking you me, from Craig? you from afar, looking mm-hmm. at them. I'll t- I'll give you my answer, okay, and see if you can resonate with part of it. I look at what comes out of their mouths. I look at their eyes. Mm-hmm. I look at their behavior. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to me of misery, of a place I do not want it to go again because mm-hmm. I was there. Mm-hmm. I recognize, I recognize something that I have experienced. Good one. I like that. Recognized. That's that, good. Yeah. So yeah. it's a cognitive behavior. So if I see that and they're telling me, 
that they have the answers to my happiness, I don't want what they have. Mm -hmm. That doesn't, isn't, will never be my answer mm -hmm. anymore. <clears throat> and that's well, what I'm saying to you is because I, I do believe that you are but, of but my ilk. I am absolutely of your ilk. However, I don't look to other people for my happiness. I look to God and he gives me all the joy that I need and the peace that passes all understanding. And I can't look to one person and say, oh, you've got the answer and you're going to make me happy and you're going to do this for me. And I'm no, because but that's then not I'm, the question I'm asking. But I, I'm saying when you see them because they are leaders mm -hmm. and the, where I'm going is similar to what you're saying is if we have if it's a spiritual malady that we have mm -hmm. is that the answer is to follow that path of what they're telling you what the path is that's called a leader that's what they are they're literally defined leaders and many people not like you and I do empower them to say here's your happiness it's in this amount of unemployment it's this gas price it's this Dow Jones these are how we're going to define your happiness. So that's why I'm trying to peel away a lot of the what we're talking about here is mm -hmm. when you just take away all of the media, take away any of the brainwashing, whitewashing, cleanse washing, whatever it is. If you take it all away, what do you see? Not what do you judge, what do you see? What do you see? I see yeah. torment. Did you hear my stomach? I did hear your stomach. It's horrible. <laughs> You're not the first person to bring that out of me. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I don't eat right. I'm sorry. See, what you saw in me just now was an upset stomach. <laughs> I see that. I hope that didn't come over through the microphone. It probably did. I hope it didn't sound like a fart. No, it, okay. it, it kind of did, but. It sounded like a fart? A little bit. A little you have bit. no idea how mortifying that. That's worse than the should. belly. Because I have a thing with women hearing farts. <laughs> It's a huge deal for me. Again, image conscious. So funny. I, are so funny. There are things that I'll never get over from childhood. That's well, one of them. Listen, I'm here. That's that, what I'm saying. That right. is one of them. Yeah. A woman thinking that I even know how to fart. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Big one. Because I've been to your shows. Well, that's different. Okay. That's different. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other guy. I know. Okay. The oh, guy, I know. You're right. That's true. The personal guy. Well, yeah. you know that. I do know that. Yeah. You know, this this guy on stage is like, that's playing different characters. I know. That's playing a Lothario. Yeah. Not being one. Yes. But I. But we are all part that as well. Yes. That's why you do play these parts, because there is a little bit of us that we can. Yeah. I'll bet you have a little Lothario in you. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. What do you mean you're sure? You, you've lived in your body your whole life. You've got a little, don't you have a little, like, lech in you? A little, <laughs> come on, acknowledge it. You're you're literally, I'm so happy I came down at the drop of a hat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to make you regret it. I know. I know you wouldn't it means you won't come that. back for a sequel. <laughs> I will. So. I will. People are going to want to know. Well, it, it, I um, love to peel away layers that we've all developed, these safety layers. We've all, everyone has them. And that's mm -hmm. why I'm trying to peel the way the first one is how we get to happiness. You revealed how you got to yours. It's definitely not through another person no, empowering it's another not. person. It's not through the president. It's not through, you know, the, the pastor. It's not through a person. It's literally, and trust me, I have gone to so many different things to try. And yeah. the one common denominator throughout my life and all my trials and tribulations, and believe me, I'm, I still go through them, going through now, yeah. is God. 
And he really, truly does give me the peace that passes all understanding. And I don't seek others for my happiness because you will be failed okay. miserably. Uh, I, look, look you're, I have complete agreement with you. However, you heard it here, folks. There are people yes. that we do use as guides to get to that place because we need to hear their experience or their wisdom or their insight into the avenues to get to this thing that we call God. Because we don't walk in going, hey, I got this down. No, it's a constant evolution. It it's is. It's a constant evolution. It and it takes, the, the if it is a pastor, if it is a leader, it takes them to get there. And that's the other thing that I'm saying about the leaders. Maybe it's my pain. Hmm? Maybe it's just my personal pain that gets me there. Maybe it's not, well, that's you know. The, uh, that's one of the, yeah. you know, that's, that's an impetus. Yes. Good but, word. But You're on fire today. You are, Greg. You're on fire, man. I'm With hoping words? right now that we could, because we had a little discussion on the way over here walking in, um, for those of you who weren't on that, um, about how the Love Master was created. Because I have been to Craig's show many times, <laughs> and and it truly has. Your show truly has, and I'm going to cry now. Aww. It truly has gotten me out of some really sad moments. I love that. And Not um, that you're sad. I love that you no, get out of it. No, I know. And it really, you have a gift. And... And one of the very first, well, the first time I met you, I was with my friend Michelle down in San Diego. I remember and it well, yes. Craig uh, launched into the Love Master, and I was laughing so hard that I, <laughs> I legitimately peed my pants. But at the same time, <laughs> I was ducking down behind Michelle because I was like, please don't call on me. Please don't say anything. Please don't say anything. <laughs> I was so nervous because you were on fire that night. And then we met you afterwards. This was years ago. I remember. And I remember thinking. We were up till really late, too. Talking about, you were talking about your wife and how much you loved her and how you met her. And it was the most beautiful story. And I remember Michelle and I, we were both so taken back by who was on stage and then who was, was off stage. And we both left that night blessed having met you and getting to know you as a person, not just Craig, the the, the comedian. And we we left there so blessed, Craig, that you have no idea. Um, well, that's we kind of the point of this podcast, by the way. It's I called Craig Shoemaker. Can I? Help? It's Doctor Craig Shoemaker. How can I help you? Or can I help you? I never know yes. the damn name, name of my damn show. So, but you gave us hope that night. It because is. You, that's what I would like to do. Yes. And why we do this unveiling and revealing and peeling and those things. That's that's what I'm trying to get to. Which is why I did call you because I know you are someone who will do that which in turn helps people who are yes. in similar pain. Yes. They can empathize, they can have compassion, but they also it's it's a self-reflection that they that they're doing when they're hearing us. Mm -hmm. That's what one hopes. Absolutely. I also talk about silly stuff that uh, no one can relate to. Right, like setting the bar with my tattoo. Right. I get that. <laughs> um but these are all the avenues to get there, which is what I'm talking about is the the pastors and so forth or if you will a comedian it's these are the guides mm -hmm. we have to have the life guides the in-person life guides that can guide us to this spirit this divineness yes they're they they are basically the gatekeepers to that because they're going to suggest the ways to the combination of the lock they might let you in on that they're not going to open it for you but they're going to kind of lean you in those directions and I especially respect the ones that talk about how they did it not how to do it right if you know what I mean the pontificators I have a real hard time with absolutely I agree and I think that 
you know, everybody, no matter who you are, you go through really difficult times. It, your test becomes your testimony. Your mess becomes your message, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to um, recognize in those moments, because even though you might have just come through something really hard and dark and, and painful, like I, I'm going through it right now, mm-hmm. y- it's a choice. And you have to wake up and you have to combat the enemy and you have to put those two feet on the ground and, and, and literally sometimes you just have to tell yourself, I can and I will. And nothing is impossible. The word itself says, "I'm possible." When did that? When did that happen for you? When's the first time? Let's call it an epiphany. Let's. What's the first time that you can think of? Just can you identify? I call them haha moments because I'm a comedian. But yeah, they're not when, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I try to turn a lot of, of these course. things into humor because we all have accepted the. We think it's a fact that you have to approach death. Mm-hmm. With sorrow and yeah. expressions of tears, and you, there's, you know, but I found out early on when I was in front of my grandmother's casket, mm. laughing uncontrollably, oh my and gosh, my you did not. I did the same thing. My cousin uh, hold tried to hold it in, and he ended up. I watched this spit uh, formed on his lip, and I made him laugh one big time, and no, hocked a loogie on our grandmother. No. <laughs> Grandma, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm no, yes, we you're... are. But okay, and so, she would laugh too. Well, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna jump in on that because this is the truth, and you can call my dad. He'll tell you right now. Yeah. My grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. I was very close with him. Very, very close with him. He, like I said, you know, I got the purple heart and all. Um, th- he was Catholic, and they apparently at a funeral, a Catholic funeral, you read the rosary over and over and over again. I was 22. I had never been to a funeral before, let alone a Catholic funeral. Right. And this is no disrespect to the Catholics at all, by the way. No, you um, don't have to qualify these I things. I just want to say. My listeners don't. No, they're, so they're fine. They, <laughs> he starts reading this over and over and over, and I got nervous laughter. I've oh, only yeah. had nervous laughter three times in my life. Mm-hmm. At my wedding, my, my grandpa's <laughs> funeral, and one other time I can't remember because it was insignificant, <laughs> I guess. And I started laughing out loud. Oh. Uncontrollably. Oh. Yeah. And my dad was like, what are you doing? I said, he keeps repeating himself. Why does he keep saying that over and over again? And then he said, it's one time for every bead on the rosary. But yeah, that was kind of a moment too. I did not in know that about you. Yeah, I was right. I was in the front row. We were family. Uh, look, I, I believe in, a. I think there's fun in the word funeral. You're right. It's a funeral. You're right. Go have fun. Go You're roast right. them. You're right. My buddy Gold's the inspiration for Laughter Heals. His funeral was it called? First of all, it was called a celebration. Yeah. Second of all, we roasted him. Really? Oh my! That's awesome. Oh, we were. I, I was making fun. I said, you know, he's died so many times. How many people think he's going to walk in right now? <laughs> That's how I opened up, and everyone laughed because he had died so many times. We had said goodbye to him. Really? And he would make comebacks because he had this cancer, brain cancer, for years. And mm. so we're at this outdoor theater. Beautiful setting. Everyone's sitting there. I'm going, how many people think he's going to walk in here right now? And they're all how laughing. Because the, the, that, that's how that's how our relationship with him was. Yeah. Why would you change it yeah. in death? Well, I would want someone people to celebrate me. You know, I wouldn't want them to think of the, the sad, this is a sad situation. I'd want them to celebrate. If I was life. giving your eulogy. Well, right would, now, you heard it. Why don't you? Well, would you go on the paper. Would you want me to... Say, is anyone aware that the innocent Corey Oliver, the spiritual, God-loving, has a 
tattoo on her ass. Which folks. is probably by her ankle by now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You yes. would want me you would want me to let everyone know, you know she's a shriveling corpse right now, folks, but maybe <laughs> but if we open up that casket, you might see a little sum sum on her ass. On her ankle, it would be by then. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, you so so I am going to give the but obviously I'll, I'll go first. The guys always go first. We always die first. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. theories on that that you don't want to hear. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. for those that the, of you that, that don't know, Corey actually had a reality show for years. I did. Beverly Hills Pawn. Yeah. It was 66 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. It was. It was on the reels. Actually, it's still on in the middle of the night somewhere. I get, you know, random DMs, direct messages, and um It's still on, it, mm-hmm. but you don't it's get paid. Pla- no, because as you know, reality, there's no residuals. So. I was about to ask you. Yeah, no. I want you to be no. all the people that aspire to be on a reality show. I didn't Let aspire to be. the reality the of reality, the lack of money. Yes. No. The lack of um, anything sustainable. Uh, share that with us. Well, the truth is I didn't expect to be on this show, and I didn't. I, I really, there was a time, and I don't know if you've ever said this yourself, being in this industry where you've said, I'm never going to do reality. And mm-hmm. I'm now a firm believer that never say never, because when you do, you end up doing what you never said you were going to do. I said that about porn. Oh, my gosh. And well, there that I did it. I'm never going to. There I did, did it. Did you really, Craig? I did soft porn. Oh, my God. I didn't know that it was, and I went in denial, but that's a whole other oh, story. Oh, quote, I didn't know that it was. I actually didn't. Seriously? I didn't I didn't know that it would be considered that. I thought I was going to get an acting reel out of it because okay. I didn't you're have any acting credits. Literally, that's hysterical. And and did I, you see the scene beforehand? Or oh, yeah. It said, it said lovemaking, but you see that on a soap opera. This I is said, true. I will get true. good tape out of this. Okay. okay. I should have known. <laughs> I should have been suspicious you, at the title. For those of you who are not actors out there, that's like your running theme when you're out and about doing these things. You're thinking, okay, well, it's one sentence. It's actually one word, but I'll get some good tape out there. And so to hear that is hysterical. Well, I couldn't get good tape out of it because when I supposedly had my orgasm, they put okay. a lion's roar slow motion, me going. By the way, if you've ever seen yourself having sex, I know you're beautiful. No one is beautiful when they're having sex. Especially in slow motion with the lions were going. It did not happen. I, I could show you do the you movie. Ha- I, I could show you the I movie. I don't. I'm not gonna see it, but I believe you. I do believe you. There's a part of you that wants I to, know, though. There's, there's none. A, there, I've never seen one, and uh, I will never see one. Not soft porn. Not porn. No, thank you. For the joke of seeing me Mm-mm. in something called Tomcat Angels, I believe you. You wouldn't go. Tomcat Angels. <laughs> see, you're laughing. There is no way you could stop yourself. Is if I describe these funny scenes, you can't go. It's a comedy, basically. I'm laughing so hard that I literally I can't. I'm kegeling right now. Because <laughs> you're trying to hold in the laughter. Yes. Because you don't want to go there no. about admitting no. admitting that you would love to see something no, I like actually, that. No, actually, I wouldn't. I've seen you enough already. I walked in. Not, you were laying on the couch. Your shirt was up. Uh, okay. Like, now, now <laughs> that really, that was worse than call me fish eyes. No, it's not. That was terrible because you went right for the jugular to make me change the subject from <laughs> you watching not. soft porn. I love you, but I don't want to see that. It's from many years ago, and it's funny. It's funny if you look at it that way. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing with comedy I'm trying to tell people. Is, is like, that something that you have ready to pull up? I mean, is this like on – is this – you're if you, if you can see your face right now, <laughs> is this on your website? No, it's okay. not on my website. Okay. 
it's it's somewhere <laughs> out there. You can find it somewhere. Yeah, I have I it on gonna, VHS. I'm good. Okay. High in the sky and low in the sheets. It's Tomcat Zip Angels. That was the promo. I should have known, but I did it anyway. <laughs> I can't breathe. And I, I know you have you have some product that you put out there <clears throat> that you regret. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Let me think. I actually, I probably. How about, have you ever done a bathing suit scene? I did for Pacific Blue, I did a bathing suit scene. I had to be a kickboxer, and they wanted me to do it in a bathing suit. And it just happened to be that time of month for me, so I had I talked the director into giving me a sarong. But no, I mean I don't a sarong. Yeah, those little wraps that you wrap around yourself. Yeah, I know what one is, but how so do you do a sarong? You you wrap it around the bathing suit. But so I mean, how do you kickbox with a sarong? Oh, I on? did. It I have skills, make... Craig. Don't underestimate my skills. <laughs> I've <laughs> got skills. What did they do? No, like safety pin really... it on you or something? I mean, uh, no, I tied it to the side. That's but a there's... good tie. Women yeah. know how to tie we stuff. Do like, yeah, I, you know that whole towel on the head thing. Yeah. I grew up with all females. I still could not get that down. My mom put it up like it was a perfect turban. Like she should have <laughs> we a do flute have a gift. and a cobra in front <laughs> of her, and it was it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. And I cannot do that. Well, they actually created a product that's specifically for that, and I'm sure you can get it on QVC or HSN. So don't get me started I because won't. I will run to okay. go get one. Okay, that's I awesome. I love infomercials. That's awesome. Love. I buy everything. You do. Oh, you know what? I've got. I'm probably at about a third of them work. Yeah. About a third. Yeah. Uh, the other ones are just absolutely terrible, and yeah. they know you're not going to send them back. Yeah. They give the money back guarantee, but they know they're not going to send them back. This is true. Speaking of that, pawns. Yes. How in the world did you end up in a pawn business? So I actually, obviously, you know, I did the show. The 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 pilot had been circulating Hollywood for a couple of years, and then I um, had done several pilots for a company called Asylum Entertainment. Yeah. And they had called me in to do this show. And, you know, I hadn't worked in a while. I hadn't done, I didn't shoot God's Not Dead or... Beverly or uh, Book of Esther till after I had started um, Beverly Hills Pond, but it just kind of was presented to me, and I just thought, all right. And I spoke to a very good friend of mine, Stephanie Riggs, and she said, if you don't get up to hit the ball or up to bat, you won't hit the ball. Yeah. So I did it. I did 13 episodes. It became a success on the Reels Network, and they just kept renewing it. And for me, it actually became very interesting because I do love Hollywood memorabilia. I didn't want anything to do with the jewelry. I really didn't care about that. I don't care about that. Um, and what part What part did you play on the show, and did it develop over time? Yes, it did. I was a Hollywood memorabilia expert. But you weren't growing. You weren't going yes, into I, it. Yes, I was not. You had to, that to study to become this. I did, and I wasn't to that degree. But I've always loved old Hollywood and the memorabilia aspect of it. Always. So I found myself in Zsa Zsa Gabor's living room, you know, with Elvis's piano and and I was you know um and you go bid on it is that how the show worked yeah the show we I'll go be honest I never saw it okay <laughs> you should so be happy awesome. with that you should be happy with that you're here because you're oh my, my friend God, and I think I you're know. talented I and I think you're I'm wonderful so happy with it, you're Frank. a wonderful person but Thank I know you. none of your credits I know of them so kind awesome. of I mean do you know how awesome that is because you're right I am happy with that because you did call me in just based on our personal Connection. And casting you in a lead in a movie right, that I'm producing. Right, And so I, I am Only grateful. based on your essence. Thank you. I don't even have to... Thank you. You know, go through the resume. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I've done 
90210, Pacific Blue, Silk Stockings. I, I did a movie called Basketball, which was, you know, of with course. Matt and, uh, yes. and Trey. Were you uh, the star Stone, of that? The female lead? No, they had um, Jenny McCarthy, actually. It's a fun fact. She had uh, been in the first 10 minutes of the film, and they had edited it out for whatever reason. You know, sometimes they just cut your part. I've had it happen a million times. And I got this phone call to go in and, and try out for this, the role of Brittany Kaiser. And when I showed up, this is true, mm-hmm. I sat in the room, as you've probably done on many occasions, and I sat there with um, my brown hair and my itty-bitty committee chest and um well that was one of the you know things used to tease me about and i thought what's weird about that by the way i'm a straight heterosexual woman loving guy and as you're talking to me i try to keep eye contact you're literally pointing and gesturing at the itty bitty which is making me i'm sorry i say to myself look no but no you can't look no. Stay with her. Yes. Okay. Which I just didn't because I just went off on a tangent. So I, I just want you to tell you if you if you reference something, even if you reference the book, I'm going to go look up the book. I know. So I know. Let me take I one look. I see how your mind works. Right. Well, so it's, I'm fully clothed, friends. folks. So there's you can't even see anyway. But oh, that's what you think, folks. However, she just she gave me a full flash. I did not. They look great. Oh my gosh, I did not. They, okay. They, <laughs> uh, Craig. You're killing me. Okay, so, so go ahead. I'm in the room, and it's all, you know, this is back in the day. It was all blonde, big. And I'm thinking to myself, I literally called my agent, and I was like, why am I here again? Right. And she said, I just got you in. Just go read. So I realized I needed to make this funny because I was listening to all of these girls just going to kind of read the dialogue. So I went in, and I made it funny, and as God has it, David Zucker was in the room. And he's obviously airplane. Airplane, right. yeah the director and he doesn't um hire you if you don't make him laugh in the audition and oh. I, I thought you were gonna say if you have big breasts no i heard he them doesn't laughing. like the big breast people <laughs> well no but i was completely the opposite of what they were casting exactly. for so you never know what can happen and they hired me and and then another fun fact is they they literally took duct tape to try to give me cleavage and oh, I thought you were going to say press it down to make it even less. No. They tried to give me cleavage, and just so you know, duct tape will burn a wart off your foot. So imagine 13 hours in duct tape and hot lights. So they went down even more. Yes. <laughs> they took skin. It ripped off. I had blisters, but it was fun, and were I you, got to- was it, Were you like the lead? I was the lead for the first 10 minutes. Yes. Brittany Kaiser. And then the I, movie I don't goes remember on. the movie that Well, much. my mom said, thank God you were only in the first 10 minutes, because- she probably would have been done with the movie. Pretty but, bad movie, right? You know, it was. Good. I remember it as being farce. I'm not, aside from Airplane and a few others, I'm not that big of a farce guy. What kind of a film do you like? Well, I actually wrote a romantic comedy that I gave to you. Remember that I know, one? I didn't read it. Yet. I know. I know. Just being, uh, um, you know, I'm honest. I just saw Stars o- Born. Only and because loved you that did. Movie. I was going to ask you twice. to go tonight. I've seen it twice. See it three times. Go with me tonight. I'm telling you, <laughs> I have Craig, to see it. it's one of the best. So one I of the things that I love about this. So that's your this. type of film, and yes. I agree that's my type of film yes. too. Well, I write music and I sing and I that's and then right. and so anything that has all of those things in it. But let me tell you one thing well, about I'm, this movie. Remind me to I'm look not going to tell you later. about it. Remind me to look at your script later. I, I, will, I will look at it because we're producing movies here like crazy. Well, h- hi. Well, we, so we have another one that's script, cheaper to make. The script that I yours is I wrote, expensive. It's actually not. It's, it could be made for a I, million. I was just kidding, and that's expensive, by the way. But let me tell you, it's won three awards. It placed top ten in Nevada Film Festival. I know this. 
You would think that would inspire me to Ford read the damn thing. Francis Ford Coppola's American Zoe I remember. Show. And second place in, in uh, Scripted Palooza. So it's got legs, I man. I better get on this it's got damn legs. thing before I lose it. But let me tell you, let me just go back okay. for one second to A Star is Born. Yeah. Because I want to set this up for you. Um, and I'm not going to give anything away. But Bradley Cooper, who wrote it, directed it, and right. acted in it, obviously. He wrote it? Yeah, yes. He adapted the screenplay. Yes, yes, from yes. This has been in his head for a long time. It's been uh, two other forms, James yes. Mason yes. and Chris Christopherson. Christopherson. The chemistry between these two, the way he set it up, all, mm. that's all I'm going to say, watch the direction. Oh, you can see it. It's beautiful. You can see it in the previews. It's beautiful. I, I cannot wait to. And he sings like he's an amazing Where singer. Where do you see her? The music's uh, the well, soundtrack's she, we amazing. We know that she's amazing, but yeah. you know, for it's an awesome. actor to do that, it's like Ryan Gosling. He learned how to play piano yeah. for La La Land. Yeah. yeah. People think that was somebody. That was him. Yeah. When you have that mega talent yeah. like Cooper, and these yeah. are the rising Cary Grants of the yeah. world right now. But she hits this note in one of the songs. It's just, yeah. don't want to feel another kiss. Don't want to start another fire. She hits it so high, oh. you're, it gives you chills. Oh, it's awesome. I love Beautiful. music and I love Me musicals. Too. So that's, that's towards the top of my list. So I was asking you the type of films that you go for that you like to to attend there goes my stomach again was that your stomach it was it wasn't i'm telling you, i'm not passing the gas okay it's being put back into okay. me that's the sound is it's going, full of hot air huh it's, <laughs> it's just it's, trying to get out it's it's come out, it's, come out. it's going back in and that's the noise yeah. okay i don't know which is more gross me talking about going back in or I going don't out have, yeah i mean listen, oh you're not that type no I don't, i've had a baby with no medication i'm like you yeah. did that mm-hmm 48 hours labor. And was your husband there? Yeah. What, did he participate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to ask you. Yeah. I did that. You did? All the classes. You did? Yeah. And uh, first I'll ask you. I won't give you my opinion. Okay. Do you really think those classes are worth it? For me, that's a very, very good question, first of all. For me, yes, because I felt like I wanted to push for hours, and, and I couldn't push because I had a bruised cervix. So the hee-hee breathing... I don't know how Jonathan did it. He's He was a genius because he did it for literally, if you're not in labor, you can pass out if you do the hee-hee breathing. Mm-hmm. And he did it for hours with me, and it got me through. He did it with you. He did it with me, and it got me through. That was my question, is really is the man needed <laughs> or the partner needed? In this needed? situation, yes, and some, no. Right? But, I, you know, I My wife had a, um, a different take than you did. She really? wouldn't be describing like that. Really? She, she, she gritted her teeth and said... You're annoying me. <laughs> well, you're annoying me. Go away. And I'm going, breathe. <laughs> it's okay. Breathe. And awesome. I'm trying to be this gentle soul. I know mm. she saw the little panic in me. And, uh, but our situation ended up to be, it was at our house in a, in a, in a pool that I was good at. I'm good at blowing up pools. I have a lot of air. Oh my gosh. And I go, <laughs> Because yeah. I didn't use the pump, I blew the entire pool up with my own. Oh my god! Yeah, nothing else to do. What am I? She's in there breathing and in pain. I'm said, not I'll blowing take, up. Pools. I'll get away from her for a little while. I'll work on this pool. Did she you have all it? the kids at home? What's that? Did she have them all at home? I tried at home. We ended up in the hospital, but that's no, amazing that no, you ended up having. No, all home. Having... The wow. second one was easy. That's amazing. I, I say easy, like it was my, you know, I. She's I, my I, hero. Well, she's chill, and I'm not. Yeah. You ever seen Gone with the Wind? Yes. Yes. I was like Miss Sissy. 
I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. That's what I felt like. I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. That's what I felt like. I was like, are you kidding me? I had to pull Jackson out. Did you really? Where was was the doctor, midwife? No, we had a midwife. Was her name Rasmia? No. Okay. Ventura. So they had to come down from Ventura, which is like, you know, 35 minutes away. So it looked like I was Miss Sissy. I had to get ready, and and, and she's going, I'm ready to, you got to be. You gotta wait. I can't do this. So, yeah. And this is both cases. <laughs> You're awesome. You gotta wait. So it's not how it works, but I way. shouldn't say both cases. Actually, the first one was 21 hours of labor. So the the midwife was there uh. for so long that she was reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> she, I I was just trying not to get in the way. Know. Mine was. She was. But outside I helped her cigarette. bring yeah. him out. Yeah. Wow. Because he was mispositioned, so then she really? had to reach. It's uh, too graphic. No, I know. It's too graphic. It's She's reaching and rearranging, you know, like like an interior decorator. Yeah, putting some to. feng shui in the vagina. I gotcha. And then I pulled them out. And water wow. was everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. It was a big flood. How much did he weigh? He was he wasn't that much. What do you think? What do you think I had to work out or something? It's only a matter of a couple well, pounds. Well, no, I only ask because your wife's tiny. She's a tiny, she's tiny. Not that tiny. Yes, she's so petite and uh, not really. Yes, you know she's a former electrician on movie sets. She's oh, she's, she's got the the power. No, I'm not saying she doesn't have internal power. Of course, no, she no, does. no, 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 no. She's I'm talking about external. You. She wears the tool belt, baby. Better no, than I, I wear it. She's just yeah. <laughs> she's not that tiny. Um, I mean, people think maybe I don't know. Maybe no. She uh, she did. You know, but the second time though was unbelievable how easy it was for her. Yeah, and that was well, in a yeah. real tub. By this time, I built a real, a real ah. tub. So she, ah. I, as a matter of fact, she came downstairs. She goes, "It's it's happening." I was in another room, asleep in the, in the guest room. She goes, "It's happening," and I, wow. what what what? And I'm, I get up. She goes, and she kept up being real calm. It's okay, Craig. It's okay, Craig. What do I need to do? Where's the where's the midwife? You know, I go into that Philadelphia, yeah. Philadelphia thing. Yeah. And so, speaking of hometown, so San Ramon, what is the vibe there when oh, you're growing? Nice segue up? from like childbirth to San Ramon. Well, I wanted to get away from That's talking awesome. about me. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> okay. So. I'm good at both. I'm I know, good at talking about me and getting away from talking about okay. me. Okay. So, <laughs> so now you're in San Ramon. You're growing up. Did you have aspirations for Hollywood? I did. I mean, I I've always was in all the school plays and you know i did a lot oh, of you go back the theater back. yeah oh yeah i was a tree in fiddler on the roof a tree i was a tree and i want to let you know that i was the first tree that implemented their own lines because you know trees are supposed to just stand there and of not say anything but i just thought you halfway through, no i no. was like this is so pointless why am i even standing here and just being a tree so i i gave myself some lines and were they were they <laughs> organic to the tree <laughs> was it I lost a leaf. No, no. <laughs> but that would have been have good. A, anything I think to it, do with the play? I think it was more like, um, I have to go wow, to the bathroom. this is long, and I've been standing here for a really <laughs> long time. That, no. Yeah, oh yeah. It was and like that was something. your first performance. That was my first performance, and I got a standing ovation, just so you know. Oh my God. Because, you know, when you're that young, anything's funny. Oh, they love that. Of course. Yeah, look at her. She's so adorable. So I thought, oh, wow, you can get on stage and make people laugh and have fun. Mm, that's, that's, you know how oh, that goes. That's the rest the is history. That's the crack. Yeah. Get that and yeah. look out. Yeah, I'm. I, I believe me. I know what you're talking about. I it, th- those things. Well, it's you know, plus you're getting attention. Did you have attention at home? 
it wasn't about attention. I had attention. My no. dad loved me. My mom loved me. Yeah, I oh, got you had a you had a cool childhood that well, way. Well, I had there was stuff. They were divorced, and I went through that stuff. Okay, but. but I had very good families on both sides. They, I never felt unloved. They were wow. all very loving. Like I was very close with everybody. But I, ha- I developed this passion, and it's not just about getting up and it being all about you. I don't, I don't care if it is all about me. That was the one thing about reality that and scripted. When you go into reality, people just want to be stars. When you're in scripted, you are a part of a collaboration mm-hmm. where you're making this scene come to life. Yeah. And it's not just about you. It's about who you're opposite. And and it's um, it, it, there's just a feeling when you nail it. You, there's It's just a great feeling, right? You are truly in, back to the divine, you're in your divine self. Yes. Because you're fully connected. Yes. Ego is out of it. Yes. Uh, pretense is out of it. Yes. Agenda is out of it. Right. And it's just pure, organic connection. It is, and you can, the, if you are really doing your job, it's not. It's really not at all about you. It's about making the other person yeah. shine, right? Or and because there are moments when we have to just we're off camera, and yeah. it's very difficult when you're you're acting and you're off. The other person's off camera and they're just reading their lines. Yeah. No, you got to give one hundred and ten percent, even when you're not. It's not your close up, right? And you're also being of service to the people that are watching. Yeah. You are getting them out of whatever they're in, mm-hmm. even if it's temporary. Do you're you know how many people I've reached out from God's Not Dead Alone and said yeah. thank you for helping me get out I of was this going abusive to get relationship? To that. For those of you who don't know, you, you, the, you, if you haven't Googled by now during this interview, Corey Oliver, she was a star in one of the top faith-based films of all time called yeah. God Is Not Dead. God's Not Dead. Oh, I put, I tried to, what, am I enunciating too much? It's God's with a contraction? Yes, God's, God's not dead. So it's not, God is not dead. Right. Maybe I should see that one too. I haven't seen any of your <laughs> you work. Know. It's so awesome. I am such a bad It's like, friend. okay, just so you know, folks, he'll call me or text me, <laughs> hey, I'm performing at the Canyon Club. And I, I literally like <laughs> stop everything I'm doing. I oh, grab my please. Child, that took years for you to stop what you were doing. And I see, we see Craig and you know what? It's worth every second of it. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I'm just going to say a little nice thing about you, Craig, and then you can go back to you again. No, back um, to you, me interviewing what you. People okay. don't realize when you go see Craig, and this is true is most comedians go on they have a set time you get 40 minutes whatever it is at at, at different venues but Craig goes and he gives you all of himself and you can end up for two three hours and you are you could go in with the greatest heartbreak of all time and you'll leave a couple hours later with just a gift and and I've always never would have happened that never would have happened if I had your childhood of of having love Never would mm. I be up there like that. Well, you could reform that and just call it desperation. No, <laughs> but you are hilarious. It's different now, though. It is yeah. different. I do I do it for different reasons. Yeah. And it's just from a different space. Yeah. It was from that other, oh, my God. Yeah. Please, somebody love me. Really? You sound like a, a really? horse. Please, somebody love me. I uh, Yeah, absolutely. And that's the reason I do these. I... I would just do these desperate shows of, mm-hmm. and I had to meet somebody afterwards. It was all part of this mm. idea, mm-hmm. which we were talking about earlier. It's like the idea of happiness yeah. is not being translated by people. Not in a, I'm not judging, but it's true. As yeah. What I see in them, 
I don't want what they have. Yeah. I don't. I want what I have now. Yeah. But I got there not from pursuing those avenues of happiness that they're telling me will right. lead to fulfillment, enlightenment. Never. That's my point. I bought all of it. So when did it happen for you, the enlightenment? I mean, I know it's steps, and we're still it's in a process. Literally, it is still happening. Yes. I am still the big, getting... The big turn, though. The big. Did you have a baptism? You mean like of the Holy Spirit? Like a, no, hey, like, this is... Oh, like literally, you know what a baptism is. Yeah, you? I was raised in a Christian home. I was baptized. I was... Oh, she, you, you already were. Yeah. I've always but believed But didn't you go off in, any, any debauchery? I'm going to hear some dirty stuff. It, Come on, Corey. No, I, I really didn't, to be honest with you. I, my dad used to say, too, and still does, if I could have 10 more like her, I would have had 10 more. Because I really didn't go on any debauchery. However- you didn't? How about virginity? I've made, How, what age? I've made, what I've age, made what mistakes. <laughs> I've made mistakes, and I've- That's what we want to hear I've about. Been we don't want to hear the perfect- you rushed I've love. Been crushed. Oh, okay. I think I've so been you crushed. crushed and I you know, it this has been an ongoing journey with my relationship with God. And I go through things and I get I get I've been unlucky in love. It's mm. it's weird. I don't know. It's just it's just been my path. Oh and I everybody could really has help a with path. that. Oh, I'd love to help with that. It's very hard because mm. I have a lot of love to give and I've I've spent the last fifteen years, you know helping couples stay married and be married and it's just a it's just a thing that i so you're giving away you're giving away something that you really want yeah but could you you say that craig i i've come to terms without the but could you say there's any truth to that that you're basically giving people suggestions and service and love you're, but it's really something at the end of the day that yeah. you would also want. Yeah, of course. You would want this. It's almost like treating someone else the way you would like to be treated. Yeah. So do you think there's any uh, pause or, or deflection in doing that that causes this pause in getting this ultimate love? Do you think it's almost like a distraction when you go to the helping other people because we all know about that you know therapists maybe, and maybe i don't know what missionaries it is, but and I'm, things I'm, i um i all i know is that in those moments mm-hmm. i've been able to cultivate and establish a deeper relationship with god i truly and i keep going back to that and i don't want to sound preachy because i'm in no way perfect and i'm no way but i do know that you like you we talked about earlier you can sink or you can swim you can dig your way out of a situation or mm-hmm. you can curl up into the fetal position which I have been in in my life obviously but what about both yeah you can and my I've wife and that. I just this morning we had words mm-hmm. and it was really difficult and both of us were in this play actually she's on a podcast and Cody's listening he said it was like listen to my parents argue and it was cringeworthy that's what he said <laughs> but when that is happening, that's two egos edging God out. Right, Dwayne Dyer. It's two egos going at it. Mm-hmm. And today I asked for that to be removed. I said, because she had a want. She wanted me to respond a certain way. But what I if? felt that. And I said, let's put that all on pause and regroup and just center in the spirit. Just center in that. Forget the agenda. And we'll get to the other. 
Did she do that? I even reminded her. Did she? Not do at it? first. It was it was ugly at first. But, but did get to it. But did get to it. and that's the, that right there. I'm gonna stop you for one second. Yeah. That's the key to people that stay together and last is that both people have to do that. And I yes. I can do that all day long. But I if you can't get some other person to participate in that, then your ship's gonna sink. Well, because the foundation has to be there to begin with. Right. There has to be that general agreement. Is right. we know that these are where the answers lie. Right. If you think that the answer is in, you know, people always say what they're looking for. And they say, oh, I need tight abs. The abs all no. go. Yeah. I need someone who makes a certain amount of money. The money goes. Your tattoo's going to fall, people. <laughs> and truly, at the end of the day, I, do you want to be sitting on the porch with this person laughing and having Correct. fun? And, That's exactly right. And so, yes. That's why I'm a minister in hahatrimony. I marry I, people uh, in hahatrimony. Love that. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Is that See, true? It's mine. It's yours. Yeah, that's because I've never married you or ever officiated your wedding. Oh but I ha- will. Ha- 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 I'd like to get to that before I do your eulogy. Ha- ha- yes, thank you. To call that back. I okay. want to do, I want to do, officiate your your wedding. Okay, that would be something else. And I can also facilitate or facilitate how to get to that person. That's what I would offer to you. It's called, can I help you? So we'll do it off the air because we don't have a lot of time left. Okay. We'll do it off the air, but I have instincts because the one thing that I have been blessed with is intuition. Wow. It's not in a braggy way. Yeah. I own it and I know it to be true. Yeah. Is these, it's psychic, sensory, whatever you want to call it, intuition, inspiration. It's there. We all have it. Yeah. I have an intuition. Trust me. Oh, I know you do. I know this is why we it's relate. This deal. is why the first night we met, we talked till 2 o'clock in the morning, and neither one of us was after the other one to have sex. No, no. How many times did I ever do that when I was, no. you know, I, if I'm up at 2 in the morning with a hottie, oh my I want something. <laughs> so, but with you and your friend, I wasn't thinking threesome. No, you talked It might have wandered in my mind. It might have wandered in my mind once or twice. And you know what? That was one of the wonderful (laughs) things about it is that you you really gave both Michelle and I hope that there is that out there that because you you know this was your second. Well, it's not. It's not the. It's it's the hope is there for me in that that we all have hope for growth because it's not where I was before. Yeah. And I still am not always there. No, but you're learning and you're willing to learn. Willing to let go. A lot of men aren't. Surrender. Trust me, they're not. These ideas that I have about life, I am willing to let go of them. Yeah. And My reboot, God. refresh, and say, okay, what's this about? What's the Me Too movement about? Yeah. Or where have I harassed? Where have I been a predator? Where have I yeah. gone over the line? And learn from it. Yeah. And it's very rare, though, because I, I, I'm out there talking to people because we are conditioned, yeah. which is why I started the entire conversation with by saying, when you look into the leaders mm-hmm. who are leading us into these new spaces, do they have what we want? The answer is absolutely, unequivocally no, because they're not in that space. What they're sharing is not. But oh, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you think society has enough peeled back on their eyes to even recognize at this point somebody that does? And do you I rec- s- hold on, hold on. Oh, you, oh you're saying the opposite. They're recognizing who does have it. No, I'm saying, do we as a society, do we have enough to recognize the ones that do? Because although we, we are is a big word, so I mean, it's busy. Well, both sides. You spoke to both sides earlier, and I'm speaking to both sides. I'm not picking a side at this moment. I'm saying independently, 
we need to stop creating hate and division and and mass you know corruption and start listening and start hearing one another and start and it, and it starts there and it, and it goes actually to the home like you just said you had words with your wife this morning but you you brought it back to hey we need to we need to we need to take the put the gloves down and listen to one another, right? right? But th- these leaders that we have now, I doubt that they're doing that in their home. Yeah, I don't want because they're not even talking about it going on in their home. They're not talking about it here. They're talking about business. I understand. And more wealthy white guys in charge, and that patriarchal system that we're all under and we're conditioned to. I've stepped. You talk about peeling back. That's what I keep encouraging people to do: step back, peel back. Yeah. Listen to yourself listen. and your heart. Listen. Yes. Listen. Listen. Exactly. We have yes. two ears and one mouth. Yes. To listen more. You can't do it on a podcast. You've got to talk. We can't just listen. <laughs> but, no, we can't. But, um, yes, there are those leaders. Uh, you mentioned Wayne Dyer. He's a great leader for me. Dwayne Dyer, yeah. Wayne Dyer was, was one Wayne of my- Wayne Dyer, yes. Yeah. I'm dyslexic, so I always always oh, mess you, up people. You just called him Dwayne Wire? <laughs> Dwayne Dwyer, yeah. I do. I, 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 That's his skinny brother. <laughs> no. I, Dwayne Wire. Wayne Wyer. Dyer, yes. He, uh, I was in a really wreck of a time mm-hmm. during my divorce, and um, which was much of the divorce was a wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't even. Uh, it's uh, awful. It was the most pain I've ever endured, including being kidnapped and molested. Mm. Way more oh, than that. Gosh, okay. Way more than that. Way I didn't more know that. than any of the suffering that I did up until that point, <sighs> because this was enduring and it was a constant test. It was as bad. As, and Wayne Dyer. Listening to a tape, there was no coincidence. That's what I popped in on Mm-mm. my way to Seattle, put it in the headphones, and he talked about an unforgivable person. You know, something he, someone he could not forgive. Yeah. Because this person was horrible. Yeah. And there's a list of of the horrors. Went to the grave, and completely got into a state of forgiveness. Cried, mm. and that was the day for me mm. where I went into. Uh, that's heavy. There used to be a an uh, a speed dial on my BlackBerry, which has raised numbers, and F she was for F, and I would press it with ferocity when I'd speak when I wanted. I was so angry, and it's and the F stood for fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that's why I would say it. I would put that out to the universe, that energy of like oh, what she's doing to me, and you know, as a victim and everything else. And that was the day that it turned mm. into this light touch on the F of forgiveness. Mm. And I sang the song, you know, forgiveness, mm-hmm. even if he, uh, that's what it, it went to that gentle space. Mm. Wow. And that's where freedom took place. Wow. That's where letting go of these, of these people that I've empowered in the past to tell me what's happiness and yeah. these, the, all of the ideas all the concepts of life of what leads to happiness, what is going to bring me joy and fulfillment and enlightenment. It all shifted. Well, I've always said, and it's very difficult to get to forgiveness, but I've always yeah, said that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person yeah. to die. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it is. And then, and I could tell myself that till the cows came I home. Know, I said that to myself many times. I know. I said all of the platitudes and sayings and things, you're going to hear it when you hear it. Yeah. And you happened are. to be on that airplane putting those headphones in and listening to him. It was your moment. He shared his experience, though. He didn't yeah. tell me. Yeah. He didn't tell me, you need to go to a grave site and yeah. go da-da-da. He shared it. When his. I hear that yeah. from any leader, if they tell me who they are with their vulnerable self, yeah. 
I can hear it. Yeah. I can hear it so much better because then you go, oh, that's where I need to go is where they've yeah. gone. Yeah. And I can see it in them and feel it in them. So you were saying about, earlier about leaders, there are those yeah. who have walked the walk, yeah. like a Wayne Dyer, Neil Donald Walsh. These are people that I respect because they're telling me what they did to get to that other higher place mm -hmm. in their lives. So you don't have a specific one because you were raised like that. You were trained like that. So well, we, I mean, most people are not raised like that. We are raised in I still had events that took place. I mean, I still had events that took place. and But the common denominator is, you know, and I keep going back to God because he's gotten me through a lot of pain. And you can hit the bottle. You can do drugs. Yeah. You can do a lot of different things that are going to give you that, that fill that hole in your heart. Right. But for me, it's been God. And... You know, and a family that is supportive of that, and and it doesn't say. But they that raised you like that. I was raised with it. That you knew that that's where the answer was. I I okay, that's a very good statement. I conceptually knew that's where the answer conceptually, was. Conceptually, but I didn't experience it. I didn't experience okay. it. Mm -hmm. I went to church. I, I I would sit next to my nana, and she'd say, "We're here to help other people." And I would, there it you is. know, but I didn't. Have Hold a on, before the but, mm -hmm. I want to take you to that place. Mm -hmm. Because I think church also mm -hmm. leads to that place for people mm -hmm. is you're not hearing the hope. You hear the ideas of hope. You hear the ideas and the right. concepts, as I said before. The same goes for church. Right. They're telling you about this person that lived so long ago. It's been translated in different languages and through different people mm -hmm. and different vehicles and so on. How are you supposed to relate to it where you can relate to someone who's next to you, sitting next to you in church, talking about that, how they had their salvation well, or their growth or something that happened, a revelation that happened for them, as opposed to reading the book of Revelations with Thoust this? And it was my divorce. and that, That's what did it for you? That's when I just really curled up and, and you know, I had to press in. And that's when it, the, re the religion was no longer a religion for me. Wow. It became a relationship with God. Wow, good for because you. Because I got up on Sunday and I would say this and that. Mm -hmm. and then it became a relationship with God. And mm. now I know God has a funny sense of humor. He's got a wrath. He's got, you know, he's our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. he's, he loves us. But I Well, let me ask you about him. that. You said Heavenly Father. It mm -hmm. would, you would not be a mother? Truthfully, to be honest with you, how am I going to know exactly what it, it, he is or until I get there? I'm, I refer to him as my Heavenly Father. But well, I'm, I'm asking, let's, yeah. I want to break that down. Is, yeah, I mean, I don't, is, I'm not is, going to say. So your spirit that you spirit, feel, because yes. that is, it's a divine spirit, right? For me, that's he's my Heavenly out. Father. And so you you have a, yeah. a, a patriarchal yeah. relationship. I do. Yeah, yes. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm not judging. No, I know. I'm yeah, just getting clari clarity on it I do. because I've heard the opposite, you mm -hmm. know, especially from women, that it's a, a feminine energy because it am, is an energy. Would you, would you not yeah, call God it's an, an energy? Absolutely an energy. And, and yeah. I'm, I will not, I'm not sitting in judgment at all because I don't know until I meet my maker, right? But you do meet your maker every day. I do. Yes, I do. But I'm saying And you're it's saying it's, a, it's the sound and resonance of more of a male uh, energy. Is that right? For me, Would you yes. say that's true? For me, yes. That's what it is. Yes. I mean, I can say because I'm a dude. Yeah. But I'm curious. Yeah, that's for me, that's what it is. And I and I'm, I feel comforted by it. 
Do you think yeah. now, I want you to just take a pause because okay. this is, you know, to take a pause in your thought because you probably maybe not even contemplated this. Do you think that was your conditioning in the church, which is very patriarchal, you're looking at a dude every day up on a cross, you're looking mostly at our men that are the preachers, it's a, it's, the Bible's written by men, it's dudes, the, the disciples, Moses, everyone in the Bible except for an occasional Mary Magdalene and so on. Do you think that you adopted that? Just think about that. You adopted this heavenly father almost like a, uh, it's just that you were conditioned. Like you're saying I was indoctrinated with. Indoctrinated, not in a bad way, but but because there was no other option. There was nobody else talking about a feminine energy God. That's a very good question. And and that's why I'm asking it. No, it is. You're right. And then have you seen Blood Diamond? The movie Blood Diamond? No. Well, okay, then that's a bad reference because you don't see I haven't seen it. But it's, it's, (laughs) we are a product of our environment. Yes. And yes, I was raised in the church. I was raised believing a certain way. And, you know, I, there was a day when I would have tried to get everybody to believe this way and you have to do this. You have to, and I don't feel that way anymore. And Jesus had a certain look. He looked like a surfer yeah, from California. Yeah, I've got California, a picture of him in my, even in though, my right, right, right. Right, even though he lived right. in an area that they look nothing like That's that. exactly right. And so. They've been American. He's been Americanized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. he looked like, he looks like Jim Caviezel to us, right? <laughs> right, Yeah, right. or That's, Diogo that, Morgato. So we've, from, we, we, right. we basically... Uh, you know, drank that in, and mm-hmm. that's that's what we that's what we know. Right. So, but you have never given it even a pause to go, "Hey, is this a female energy that I'm connecting with?" Because to me, reflecting back to you, mm-hmm. that is your energy is a female energy. You have a very feminine self that you're in touch with, and it's beautiful. Thank you. But to me, if I'm going to label it, that is the essence of God, goddess. Mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, that it's coming through. I don't see a male when I look at you. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. Um, but for me, yeah. it's comforting to have it as a male for me. Mm. So that brings us back to the relationship. Yeah. With yeah. a male, that's what you want. Yeah. You would prefer that's, that. Yes. What exactly are you, I don't want to say looking for. I just want what somebody would, to not leave. <laughs> That oh, would be no, so awesome. that's so limiting. That would just be so awesome. You should know that it in the universal so awesome, world Craig. of the great higher power that be, that it, 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 there's an abundance for you out there. Not that limiting as just no. someone who won't no. leave. It's so. They would line up till the cows come home no, if you want that. There's it's a bunch true. of dudes that would apply for that job. I don't I know that I. I could not leave. Just can't pay me a couple bucks. <laughs> that's not true. They don't. I, for some reason, I've, that's, I've told you I've been unlucky in love, but. I I don't think it's in appropriate right now for me to even entertain it because my heart's still breaking broken and I don't want to. It wouldn't be right to sit opposite. Somebody. When I met you, it was the same thing. I am no. I'm telling. You, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I you like this or not, and I'm going to risk you not liking what I'm about to say. That's fine. That that started in the beginning of this interview. So exactly fine. started with me holding in my gas. <laughs> My belly hanging out. It's it's been one discomfort after. But Craig, hold on a second, because I'm going to go on record as saying you don't really know what's happened to me since I've met you. I don't need to, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I think you talk about addictions. I think you might be addicted to some stories. What do you mean? Some stories and labels that you've had as convenience. It's hmm. just it's just from coming from my heart. 
Okay. My connection. No, go was, on because I'm curious. Was spirit and instinct. This is all that's coming okay. from. If when we met, you had the same story, but it was a different person. That tells me that you have the same story again. You're repeating the same. It's so it's like yes. I could go. I could flash back to five right. years ago, and I person. remember the guy's name. Yes, I keep. And I the remember same you could not let go. I talked to you about it, and there were all the I don't want to call them excuses, but for lack of another word, mm-hmm. you know, there were all the reasons that you gave, which are part of the story, which means you can't get to the outcome of the story that you want because it stops in chapter one. Well, because I've been in the, therapy, so I'm the getting same. better. Okay. Well, there's no buts to this. There's no buts to the conversation <laughs> yeah. because then it'll turn into, well, Craig, you're wrong about this. I'm, wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about what I feel okay. and what I, I sense enough. right now. Okay. Thank you. Is, and you take this to therapy. Okay. Is address the repeats of the stories because yeah. the repeats of the stories are going to be repeats of the outcome. I know. You're right. So the guy, if you you're affirm and you right. tell the universe, I just want a guy that won't leave me. What's that saying to the universe? Is that saying to God that you want abundance and absolute, true, divine love? Or is that saying what you don't want, which is starting with a negative, which is where it will end up? Okay, fair enough. Thank you. So. Wow. I should have come to you first. That's why it's called, can I help you, folks? <laughs> what a place to end. Okay. We will we will carry this conversation yes. without microphones. Thank you. And, you know, I do see people and as I don't charge anymore but I do see people to help them get through these obstacles and I see them because I've experienced them and I yeah. still do and I would love for people to get to the other side. Yeah. To me, that is, I if know. I can share that gift. I know. That's, you do, you've done that from the beginning, so thank you. That is, to me, the most the biggest reward. There's no payment in it. There's no economic conditions to it. It's just pure... Uh, reflecting back yeah. we're just reflections of one another yeah. and we we just give that up and we tell people hey here's how i got there yeah. and i'll give you some of that when we're off the air of okay. how thank you it's just a better space to be in is to is this unlimited potential you know that potency that we all have within us that wants to it wants to bubble over but we just with our fears and our doubts and yeah. all that we just push it we tamp it down and then so that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Okay, thank you. Is to thank just you. live in that world of, of of just this gigantic world that's out there and invite it in. Invite, But you want to invite in specifically. Be specific about what you I want. I agree. Not what you don't want. I agree. That's true. What I was kind of tongue-in-cheek in that one, but it's true. But it, but yes, you're right. You, I always say, the Bible says, be specific in your request. Good. Prayer and supplication, let them be known. So you're right. And there you you're go. Right. So I'm not saying anything that's not in that Bible. No, you're awesome. I can't quote the Bible because I I haven't even seen any of your movies. (laughs) I've not seen your TV show. I've only seen you. And that's the you that I see. Thank you. Is you are about to embark on some beautiful journey. Thank you. And maybe today was a a little tiny step towards that. Towards that journey. It was. Thank you. Well, we want to thank Corey Oliver for being here on 15 minutes notice. That's probably the best we've ever done with any interview I even got I got blowback from my damn wife <laughs> doing a <laughs> podcast with me. Uh, and I hope you all enjoyed it today, uh, Craig Shoemaker. Can I help you? That is the name. I have to look it up. Yeah. Please download us. Well, you did that already. Tell your friends to download us. Yes. And, and Corey, you spread the word with your friends as well. Yes. And we'll look for you in other movies that are coming up, including yeah. the one that we're going to do in Hawaii together. That'll be fun. We'll go to Hawaii. We'll 
Let's go. We'll go hiking and stuff like that and um, go get one with the universe. Thank you. That's what we want. And uh, I would hope that all of you give me a good review. If you don't want to give a good review, go to someone else's podcast (laughs) and review them. (laughs) I can't. It's not even my ego. I don't care if you tell me something bad to my face. But if you put it out there, it could affect how many people are going to download this. So far, it's up to 160 people. I, I had that in my living room. That's terrible. I've had that in my living room. I have thousands, allegedly thousands of fans. 39,000 followers on Twitter. And I can't get more than 160. Yeah, and probably 100 of them are me pressing the button a number of times. No, I've, I've never even been there. I actually should go myself so I can be a good example. However you do it, download it, spread the word, put it on Facebook. They have an algorithm that I can't spread the word over. It won't let you see it, but if you do it, it'll help. Okay? Everybody help one another. Help us get by. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to you next time. Laughterheels.org. Go give it a visit. Check it out. See how you can support it's a nonprofit organization which offers grins, giggles, and guffaws and raises the awareness of the healing powers of laughter, working in aftercare facilities, hospitals, warriors, cancer patients, rehabs. Well, just about everybody needs laughter. We're here to spread it around. It is the best medicine, so just open up and say ha-ha. This episode was brought to you by LaughterHeals.org. How was that for my announcery, advertising, promotion voice? Afterhills.org.